Hello everyone. Welcome to yet another session of the famous TM podcast. Uh, so the topic for today is strategic freight procurement and who do we have here? Hello everyone. I'm Dimpu, QE for SAP TM charge management team. I'm working in this team from past two and a half years. I'm here to learn more about strategic freight procurement. Hi, this is Parikshit and I work as a developer for contracts and strategic freight procurement team. I am here today to discuss more about strategic freight procurement as a solution. Hi, I'm Sheldon. I'm a developer in the contract management and strategic freight procurement team for the past three and a half years and I'm here today conducting the podcast. So like always, uh, let's start with a high level overview of what is strategic freight procurement all about. So uh, for today's podcast session, I would like you to consider a persona of Mr. John who is a transportation manager and is responsible for transportation at a chemical company in Europe. Now, the manufactured goods are actually shipped regularly to various locations in the US and John really needs to identify the various logistical service providers or the carriers with whom he needs to actually have long-term contracts with in order to carry out his uh, regular transportation. Uh, So what John does, he has to actually send out a global tender to say around six to eight carriers for his transportation requirement. So the current process is manual as well as tedious with a lot of data exchange taking place in the form of Excel from multiple sources, uh, starting from the point where he actually uh, needs to uh, send out his transportation requirement to the various carriers, then collect all the, the responses, compare and analyze these responses, sometimes of some of which are not homogeneous, and then finally award the contract to a few carriers. So since transportation costs uh, have a significant impact on the overall profitability of a company, John needs better support and strategic freight procurement is probably what he needs. To add to this, strategic freight procurement helps you to investigate the best rates from carriers, to transport items between specific locations, and then to create a contract with these carriers. The solution supplies the tools you need to request rate quotations, evaluate responses, and award the transportation business to carriers. Actually, this is very interesting. I would like to know more about how the process fits in and where does transportation manager exactly starts? Uh, So the transportation manager exactly starts out uh, with analyzing all his historic capacities, costs, trade lanes, carriers that he has actually done business with. So all this information uh, sits in your BW system and has come from your order history. So here, a lot of what-if analysis can be done. He can analyze uh, and ask the system certain questions like which were his most important trade lanes in the previous year, which were the various carriers he has interacted with, what were the various mode of transports he has shipped his goods with. And after doing so, he can also forecast as well as simulate what could be his uh, future requirements. And with this forecasted values, he is now aware of the various logistical parameters that would actually form input to your freight agreement RFQ. The good part here is that the entire freight agreement RFQ can be created from your existing master data already present in your system. So it saves us the tedious process of recreating data from scratch. So next, you would need to publish the RFQ master and the system notifies each and every carrier about it. I have a question here. Uh, it's regarding mm-hmm. about the published RFQ master. 
Okay. So let's consider you are the shipper and I'm carrier. And as a shipper, you will be publishing your RFQ master. Mm-hmm. Once the uh, RFQ master is published, uh, how will I be notified? Means I mean to say, how as a carrier, how will I be notified about the published RFQ? Mm-hmm. Is there any medium where I will be notified, uh, like email or SMS? Yeah. So when I publish the RFQ master, the system will notify all the carriers about it. What I mean to say is, the carriers will receive this RFQ through a B2B process or an email or what we have recently designed is the collaboration portal where the carrier can log in using a certain set of credentials and view the RFQ. The carriers can then respond to this RFQ and the shipper can evaluate the responses. So you mean to say, once the carrier responses to your RFQ items, uh, it's again getting uh, evaluated by shipper? Yeah. So how is shipper going to evaluate these responses? Is there any kind of mechanism uh, through which he is going to evaluate the responses? So it depends actually on your use case. Uh, For relatively simple RFQs, say with a limited set of carriers, the data usually is very small. Uh, And in this case, when there are no logistical constraints to consider, the system gives the carrier ranking based on cost uh, from cheapest to the most expensive. So this is what we call as manual comparison. Okay, this is for uh, smaller RFQ items. Consider there is larger RFQ items and large number of carriers. Mm -hmm. How are the responses gets evaluated in this case? Mm -hmm. Yes. So when the number of RFQ items or location pairs or carriers are very large, there would be obviously more logistical constraints such as cost, capacity, risk, based on which carrier assignment of target shares would need to be performed. Now, this can be done using the automated comparison with the support of a carrier selection cost minimization optimizer. Are you referring to the same optimizer which is available in planning? How does it work? Yes. So what we have here is a carrier selection cost minimization optimizer. And what you need to do is define basically a set of constraints and the optimizer will actually propose your target business shares. So these constraints could be anything. It could be the maximum business share uh, to be allocated to a particular carrier or the minimum business share. You could influence the optimizer with incumbency. The optimizer can also actually consider a carrier performance, risk, transit times, etc. as constraints. Now the optimizer actually takes in all these various constraints and then proposes the most ideal target share distribution to produce the most cost-effective solution. So ultimately what one can do is run the optimizer repeatedly with different set of constraints and mark these different versions to get the best solution. Okay, you mentioned that uh, optimizer proposes the business share, right? Mm -hmm. So how does the proposed business share by optimizer helps transportation manager to find out uh, the most cost-effective solution? Yeah, that's true. So basically what we also can do in the system is uh, simulate an estimated spend uh, for the various proposals of the business shares. So here the various rates from the various different carrier responses are taken in and we invoke the charge calculation engine and we can have multiple versions of this. So what do I mean by my estimated spend? is the approximate cost I would incur if I created a freight agreement with these proposed target shares. And 
the most optimal version of your solution spend can be selected as the preferred scenario. Are you saying that estimated solution spend is performed on every transportation requirement? Yes. That would be a tedious task if you are doing for every RFQ item. There is also a possibility to perform automated comparison across RFQ items. As I have many RFQ items and many optimizer versions, how will I get an overview of what I have done till now? Yeah, so I consider it is difficult, but for this we have a summary page. Prior to creating your agreement, the system will provide you with a graphical summary of capacity and cost distribution across carriers and trade lanes. This helps the transportation manager to get insights on the capacity and spend distribution on the critical trade lanes or carriers. This is called the award summary. Now, looking at the award summary, if you are convinced, then you need just one click to create your fleet agreement from the selected carrier responses in the preferred scenario. This is the operational fleet agreement that is consumed in the fleet orders. Okay, this is how fleet agreements are integrated. Yeah, that's true. Uh, then what if I'm not happy with uh, any of the optimizer versions or with carrier rates? Yeah, so assume that in round one, all the carriers have actually quoted a very high rate, uh, more than the accepted range of the transportation manager. In that case, we have the possibility to generate a new version of your RFQ. And again, all the steps are repeated from scratch for round two till you get the best possible rates from the given set of carriers. This is very nice. I'm sure customers would get a lot of value with respect to turnaround time, effort and cost benefits from strategic freight procurement. Yes, so we believe that by making the carrier responses homogeneous, we bring in the ease of automated comparison. Also, since the process actually ends up in the creation of an operational freight agreement as the output, uh, this helps customers in a seamless procure to pray process. Thank you, Sheldon and Parikshit for your explanation. This was very informative and most useful session. I think I'm ready to break into the system now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you, Dimpu, for joining us. You're welcome anytime.